Section twenty one of the Memorable Thoughts of Socrates by Xenophon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rick Vina. The Memorable Thoughts of Socrates by Xenophon. Translated by Edward Bish. Book Three, Chapter Four. A Discourse of Socrates with Nicomachides, in which he showeth that a man skilful in his own proper business, and who manages his affairs with prudence and sagacity, may make, when occasion offers, a good general. Another time, Socrates, meeting Nicomachides, who was coming from the assembly where they had chosen the magistrates, asked him of whom they had made choice to command the army. Nicomachides answered, Alas, the Athenians would not choose me, me, who have spent all my life in arms, and have gone through all the degrees of a soldier, who have been first a private sentinel, then a captain, next a colonel of horse, and who am covered all over with wounds that I have received in battles. At these words he bared his breast, and showed the large scars which were remaining in several places of his body. But they have chosen Antisthenes, who has never served in the infantry, who even in the cavalry never did anything remarkable, and whose only talent consists in knowing how to get money. So much the better, said Socrates, for then the army will be well paid. A merchant, replied Nicomachides, knows how to get money as well as he, and does it follow from thence that he is fit to be a general? You take no notice, replied Socrates, that Antisthenes is fond of honor, and desirous to excel all others in whatever he undertakes, which is a very necessary qualification in a general. Have you not observed that whenever he gave a comedy to the people, he always gained the prize? There is a wide difference, answered Nicomachides, between commanding an army and giving orders concerning a comedy. But, said Socrates, though Antisthenes understands not music, nor the laws of the stage, yet he found out those who were skillful in both and by their means succeeded extremely well. And when he is at the head of the army, continued Nicomachides, I suppose you will have him to find out too, some to give orders and some to fight for him. Why not, replied Socrates, for if in the affairs of war he take the same care to provide himself with persons skillful in that art, and fit to advise him, as he did in the affair of the plays, I see not what should hinder him from gaining the victory in the former as well as in the latter, and it is very likely that he will be better pleased to expend his treasure to obtain an entire victory over the enemy 
which will redound to the honor and interest of the whole republic than to be at a great expense for shows to overcome his citizens in magnificence and to gain a victory which can be honorable to none but himself and those of his tribe we must then infer said nicomachides that a man who knows well how to give a comedy knows well how to command an army let us rather conclude answered socrates that every man who has judgment enough to know the things that are necessary for his designs and can procure them can never fail of success whether he concern himself with the stage or govern a state or command an army or manage a family indeed resumed nicomachides i could never have thought you would have told me too that a good economist would make a good general come then said socrates let us examine wherein consists the duty of the one and of the other and see what relation there is between those two conditions must not both of them keep those that are under them in submission and obedience i grant it must not both of them take care to employ every one in the business he is fit for must he not punish those who do amiss and reward those that do well must they not make themselves be esteemed by those they command ought they not alike to strengthen themselves with friends to assist them upon occasion ought they not to know how to preserve what belongs to them and to be diligent and indefatigable in the performance of their duty i own answered nicomachides that all you have said concerns them equally but if they were to fight it would not be the same as to both of them why said socrates have not both of them enemies they have and would it not be the advantage of both to get the better of them i allow it said nicomachides but what will economy be good for when they are to come to blows it is then it will be most necessary replied socrates for when the good economist sees that the greatest profit he can get is to overcome and that the greatest loss he can suffer is to be beaten he will prepare himself with all the advantages that can procure him the victory and will carefully avoid whatever might be the cause of his defeat thus when he sees his army well provided with all things and in a condition that seems to promise a good success he will give his enemies battle but when he wants anything he will avoid coming to an engagement with them thus you see how economy may be of use to him and therefore nicomachides despise not those who apply themselves to it for between the conduct of a family and that of a state the sole difference is that of a greater or lesser number for as to all besides there is much conformity between them the sum of what i have advanced is this that without men there could not be any policy or any economy that they are often executed by the same persons 
and that they who are called to the government of the republic are the very same whom great men employ for their private affairs lastly that they who make use of proper persons for their several businesses are successful in their economy and in politics and that on the contrary they who fail in this point commit great faults both in one and the other end of section twenty one